2: Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com
1: in Odyssey Station.
2: That was our final Horizon Therapeutics Bears Monday of the season. And what a Bears Monday it was as it rolls on and... Hell, you you wanna you wanna make fun of, of us having a parade? Go ahead and make fun all day. I, I I know a significant day in Bears history when I see it and when I feel it. And that was that. Thanks to Anthony Heron for joining us in studio. Thanks to Dan Weiderer for joining us as well. We appreciate the work of Ray Diaz, Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, and Connor O'Donnell. And look at this Do my eyes deceive me. Actual Parkins and actual Spiegel. Hey! Hello. Hey. You did eight hours of radio one day last week, huh? Straight. Did the old double?
1: Yeah, he sure did. What a teammate!
3: God love you with yeah. a partner that he had never met.
1: Jason? You had never met Jason Liechty not in person. Hmm. Well, you met him on the radio. That's better. It's different. It is. It's, it's kind of fun. With him in particular or with all people? With him in particular. <laughs> okay. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Wasn't sure what you meant there. Oh, uh, but I... Kind
2: of fun to work with people you never worked with before, though.
1: Right? What the easy. hell? I mean, just talking. You're just jamming. Mm. It's just talking. Yeah, it's making so magic. Easy. I disagree, though. I don't I don't believe that today is the last Bears Monday. Monday after the draft? <laughs> the season begins today. All the Mondays. <laughs> Every Monday. <laughs> It's a Horizon Therapeutics off-season Bears Wednesday on the score, baby. <laughs> Let's go. What do you got? Who do you want to trade for? Everybody. Who do you want to sign? All of them. Who do you want to draft? Everyone. It's all possible. The whole thing. They did it. It's it is They did it. I don't think before the year anyone's best case scenario was this good. That you have your
2: quarterback, you have the number one pick and all the cap space.
1: It's impossible.
2: If you simulated it, this is where you would have wanted to end up. If it was a computer simulation.
1: And and, and we what's crazy about so it what is what about learning how to win? <laughs> yeah, we well, right, I know.
2: People are grumpy <laughs> what, out there. What man. what hurts is that they didn't learn how to win. Because they because now they'll never know how you know, to win. You know who
3: learned how to win yesterday? Mm-hmm.
2: Texans.
1: Texans learned how to win. You know what? And I I know Texans fans are thrilled.
2: I'm glad that the Lions learned how to win too, I mean,
1: I'll take that. Oh, (laughs) that was fun. Yeah, that was a fun win. You
2: know when you learn how to win? When the good players show up, that's when it normally happens. It's not that simple. Of course, you know, everybody's gone to their opposite poles. It's just, it's not. But this is preferable, and you hope that you learned the habits, and you learned some stuff along the way as well. It's about the journey. (laughs) And the friends we make
3: along the way. Here's the thing.
2: like We set it up before the season began. On this show, we're like... All right, this is gonna suck. So we got to call. Let's do moral victories. Let's measure moral victories every week. We have final moral victories. Oh, we've got the totals. Oh. The totals are in. <laughs> it's very
3: exciting. I feel like yesterday counts. Oh.
2: It does. I should count as four.
3: Even yeah, though there should be chicken here.
2: That's the thing. That I was, offered by. Like watching that game was a miserable experience. And originally the the whole moral victory thing was about having your experience of watching. What are you saying? Yada yada. So like the Detroit lost two weeks ago. That was not a moral victory. No, but the Tim Boyle interception. Like, that was your shining beacon of per Like, that's how you lose a game. The moral victory came when the Texans went for two. Yeah, man. And they got it. And then the, hell, and the Hail Mary falls <laughs> short, and Cal McNair's grinning like a loon and firing Lovey Smith on the tarmac or wherever the hell he did it. And you've got they the have freaking- a special room for firing black
4: guys. Romeo, David, they bring oh, you're them you're in fired. there. No, it's, it's, it says so. Is this the firing like, black guy it, room? Yeah,
2: there's a big plaque on the oh, outside of the room. It's so That's, sad. Yeah. Do you want the white guy contract or the black guy contract? I like the white guy
1: contract. I'm sorry.
2: That's awful, man. (laughs) It's the worst organization in the NFL. It's miserable. But they
1: really helped. Thank you. They really did their part. They they did the Bears quite the solid. Thank thank you, you. Loving.
2: Eight and nine. The Bears went eight and nine morally on the season. Reached eight moral victories. And it's one of my
1: favorite pair of seasons of all time. And now
2: it's gone. <laughs> it's just this. It's totally gone is the season. And now we got an off season to dissect everything. because
1: well, We've never seen anything like it. Like just like the, the feeling of actually having the quarterback on the rookie deal. Cause like you felt like Cutler was the guy. We all got excited when they got Cutler. But he was someone else's guy, and he was expensive. And a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was impossible to root for. <laughs> no, that, but I just, don't
3: the, care. The,
1: the people who still like, because Dan, your column was great, but like, okay. you're like, it's either willful ignorance, or they just don't get it, or, or why. something more sinister, or or trolling, or whatever. Here's what I would ask. In. A hypothetical alternative universe, okay, I like where this. where the Bears were one in seven in one score games, Bizarro way, right? Let's say they went three and five, yep, in those one score games, and now they had two extra wins, and instead of the first pick in the draft, they were picking like seventh, yep. The roster's still the same, <laughs> like. Our evaluation is still the same. Yeah. The injuries are still the same. The player—they still don't have a left tackle. They still don't have a three technique. They still don't have an edge rusher. They still don't have a linebacker core. They still don't have a number one wide receiver. It's still the same yeah. but because it's the NFL. Like weird things could have happened, and they could have just won. And then you're so, drafting
2: Kirk Heinrich instead of LeBron. But right. you, you actually have to ask the question. Like, but it's just would, so like, weird. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather they had? broken through learned learn to win, win prove that Justin fields could take them down in a late game situation and pick the game whether it was miami or Detroit, Washington. Tripp, Andy, Washington. Washington. Would, you, would you rather he did that or would you rather be in this situation and if if you don't answer this
1: situation you're objectively wrong correct correct and and, and just and you could you we, we can put a number on it Like, we now know the top 18 of the draft order, so we can now assign extra wins to the Bears and say one more win they would have picked here, two more wins they would have picked here, three more wins they would have picked here. And, like, that asset gets worse and worse and worse. How do I know that? Because those teams are going to be trying to trade up to where the Bears are. Correct. Right. That gets dismissed by people. Well, you know, not not every
2: player pick number one is good, and you you can get right. a good player at four. It's
1: not a well. That's a, great, a,
3: of right? And you the, that's can. why you want it. <laughs> and, and the Bears might be able so to do that. So you can right. trade down to four, get your good and player. And then, then maybe they also would have the number 40 pick, and then they could do something with that yes. if they wanted. And perhaps a number ones that go into the future. Just go look at the Trey Lance deal.
1: It's the look, one I've been citing for weeks. Look,
3: look at the desperation mm-hmm. of what you ended up getting because someone fell in love and you only <laughs> need one. But I think there's going to be multiple people that are going to fall in love With multiple quarterbacks, and guess who gets to control all of that traffic? You remember what? um, Remember remember
2: what? Do you guys remember what the Rams gave up to get Jared Goff? I mean, it's them picks. It's the last time that the number one overall pick in the NFL draft was traded. The Rams traded number fifteen overall, two second-round picks, a third-round pick, another first in twenty seventeen, and a third in twenty seventeen for Jared Goff, and a four and a six.
3: Like it, it's yeah. outrageous. You just needs someone to fall in love. And I'm telling they're you they're all going to fall in love. They're going to fall in love with Bryce Young. I, I, I want to know. They're going to fall in love with Will Levis. But, they're going to fall in love with Anthony Richardson. But F you only the need
2: We'll use him to go win more Super Bowls. We're, we're going to ask Mike Tannebaum in the 4 o'clock hour like I said cool. former GM, "What what is ideal? Do you want Multiple quarterbacks to be fallen in love with here? Do you want three or four? Or do you want one definitive? Do you want the Texans to know exactly who they want? And then you hold it in front of them and oh, say, Oh, I think Here's the Texans the one. know
3: exactly who they
2: want. Well, I, I mean, want, I want, so, I want so you got the dumbest to... possible guy on the other end of the phone.
1: Well, because the, the thing, the thing <laughs> that's with what Nick I thats the Texans. <laughs> well, because Lawrence, that trade is so interesting, though, because the Niners gave up everything to go get Trey Lance, but then the Dolphins immediately turned around and took that pick and traded it and moved back up, yes, to get Jalen Waddle, and then they used another one of those picks in their right. package to get Tyree Kill, and then they used another one of those picks to get Bradley Chubb. Like it, people are sometimes talking about, like, well, it's not like they're just one player or one trade away, yeah. You could, in theory...
2: That's why you want the best pick.
1: That's why you want the most valuable asset. If you you convince the Texans, if the Texans are like, we can't live without Bryce Young, then trade down to two and acquire some extra picks. And then if the Colts are like, we love Will Levis, then you trade down from two to four. Now
3: you're talking my
1: language. But that's been the whole thing, the whole season. is like, once it became possible, because obviously, eight weeks ago, ten weeks ago, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, well, I mean, if they win, because Justin Fields is balling out, like, then cool. Then you got the quarterback who's balling out. But then they just kept losing. And guys started getting hurt. And you were like, holy crap. Yeah, and then you know, they so
2: traded their defensive captains in correct. consecutive weeks. Oh, Let's dude. not forget. Yeah, was this, this, this and, and then was you, and then Hey, Jalen, you,
3: how's your finger? Your finger's bad. Go sit it, over there on IR. This you was the hangnail
1: IR. You're with Justin Fields' hip. The
2: most willing, <laughs> transparent tank from an organizational perspective that we've really seen in in football in this town. We obviously saw it with the the Cubs and the White Sox, but my god, organizationally. And you guys got to tell me because I was on vacation last week, how close did the coaches come this week to just openly admitting it? Because no, hear no, you, you nah. That's my dream. Eber, did you hear Eber, the Eber, No, the, uh, Eber, my, Eber my dream is is that eventually they're like, "Well,
3: you guys know what we're doing here." No, like, Eber, and they Eber, never Eber will. Ever no. to the end he was like, "There's an MRI and uh, he wouldn't play in a playoff game. They're, they're, and, <laughs> right. and then he's, he's got, very, very hurt. He's, he's terribly hurt. He said "hip" like five times in a thirty-second soundbite. Hip, 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 hip. Oh, <laughs> oh hip? Hooray.
1: we have it. So, it, 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 it is I
3: hyster- It's hyster- from la- last week. It was laughing okay, out It's
2: like, uh, this yeah. happens in the NFL. Players end up uh, the next day more hurt than they thought they were oh, with a hip and an MRI because that hip and then injury and an MRI and a hip—that's on a platter. Like you hand somebody a hip injury, it's freaking beautiful. Absolutely, him challenging. The field goal... Yesterday, mm-hmm. at the end of the first, hey man, <laughs> uh,
3: he was coaching as hard as he could. Yes, he
2: was. Yeah, no, he, and he that, did and, a good and job. I, and I'm such, fine with that. I have empathy for of that, course. man. It's such an it's such an uncomfortable, awkward place to be in professional sports, especially a first year coach with your hits principal. That I'm makes like, it you're easier. the tryhard guy. I know, but I, you're the tryhard guy. But at least because you're the first year coach and you're lockstep with the GM, you don't have to worry that you're doing anything to piss him off or vice versa. You now,
3: all know what you're doing. Now, I will say that now we have entered a place of expectation. Like now that we've thrown the 2022 season in the garbage.
2: It's all different now.
1: Yes. Things are very different now. You bet. Yeah, but, but now it actually is fair to judge them. I think that the people who have been judging them under some guise of like, were Chicago, were big market media tough, were actually just being unfair. They had ninety million dollars of dead cap space. They were trying to lose, and the worst roster in the league. <laughs> yeah, like, right. like by by their non-stated mission, mm. but like their actions over words mission, they were successful. This year is going to be different. They will have 120 million dollars in cap space. They'll be si- they'll be picking and choosing their own assets to resign. They can roll over some cap space. I expect them to be top 10 in cap space going into next offseason. They will have a decision with the most valuable asset that any team gets in any offseason. They'll have to make a decision on Justin Fields in some form or fashion. Like these are real decisions. Byron Pringle's not a real decision. It's a million guy in a $220 million salary cap sport. Like, it didn't work. It's a bad decision, but, like, who cares? It's a flyer. It's all a flyer. It at least yeah, at these least, are
2: real decisions. At least Theo Epstein literally said, <laughs> I, "I'll be able to write your columns for you for the next couple of years." <laughs> yes, he said that. Well, yes. see, that's that's you are going to willfully misunderstand it. I am going to tell you what I am doing. Mm-hmm. You are going to pretend that I never said any of this. I'll be able to. I know exactly what you are going to say for the next two years. Like that was baller. Well, this the <laughs> awkwardness. <laughs> the awkwardness of this, like philosophical disconnect and kind of this like spiritual divide that ended up taking place during the course of this year is because so many football guys, guys on the beat and guys who've been on the beat and have lived close to it, just refuse to look at it from any perspective other than I know how it feels to be in that room. I know how it feels to be in that room. I you got to try care. to win. I know. But but like that's that that's how they live. That's how they talk about it. That's how they feel it. Even yesterday. Oh, look at the Texans playing hard. Good for you, the Texans playing so hard. I think it's our job to to think like we're not in that room. Well, correct. But you have a mix of, of people. Maybe, maybe I'm terribly wrong about that. There are different kinds of people that do the jobs with different sets of experiences, <laughs> come with different backgrounds, and that's what has come to the fore during this entire year.
3: But a lot of their sourcing of people with the same background.
2: I, yeah, I just... I could.
3: Old white, white sources. Those old white sources. He's gotta to learn to play the position. I love Paul Robeson. <laughs> God,
1: is it great? He
2: wouldn't have been one.
1: <laughs> no, he <laughs> would not have. It's gonna be so damn exciting.
3: Like, it's exciting now. I I know like, like like Danny, like, you know, you know what it is? Like to me, what I love about it is I do think that there are people who have been reached. By whatever side the four of us are on on this, because you saw it—you saw fans stay after the game and cheer Field. like
2: crazy, and man. cheer
3: like hell. That was that. How is that not a moral victory when you see that? Because they got it. Yeah, everyone walked into this for the most part with their eyes open, understanding this is what the season is. You got to bottom out. The bottoming out is over now. Okay. Yeah. So so maybe it's more comfortable for people to start. Judging the Bears differently going forward, but you got what you wanted. Mm-hmm. You you got you got to know that the quarterback has got special stuff.
2: I know, but yeah. but even it, a- it took all the way into the first half of yesterday's game for some of the Meatball Bears fans in my immediate family to fully understand (laughs) that it's good. No, they're going to lose. That's good. Why is that good? I'm like, no, you don't understand. Because his name is Tim Boyle. (laughs) (laughs) We
4: think that's his name. I
2: don't know. People are so, there there are still some people who are so used to watching games, like,
1: go fight win team. Win go fight team. You know those questions that are asked at every press conference about like, Where were you when you found out? How did you? That was one of those days yesterday. It was a memorable Bears day. Exactly, but I and I always think that's so clearly a question for like a writer for like a little bit of fluff in a column to like paint a picture, right? And and it makes sense. I desperately want to know what Ryan Poles' experience was yesterday watching that Texans game. So, like, you're thinking he's in the booth. Obviously, he's probably going to go address the
3: team the at Bears some point. The Bears game is over. But the game is over, and he's mm. just sitting there like, come on, See, that's lovely. interesting because he we heard... We heard Poles was, he was, was
2: pissed. We heard Poles was pissed when Fields didn't finish the job, when the te- offense didn't finish the job during a couple of games. Weeks ago. Weeks ago, weeks ago. Weeks
1: and weeks ago. Yeah. Like, Different. this has changed. Like, if, if the Bears...
2: I, I went from... <laughs> sort of realizing I could rationalize I was sitting in front of the television and going through most of the season rooting for the Bears to win and wanting them to win and saying eh, probably didn't win this is probably okay this is, no, this is more than okay this is getting okay and then th- this was the game where there was no more pretense there was Whoa. no more you any get rationalization right you this, this, cause.
1: this this is you had to be there for this one yeah. had to be because I mean, because like, it could have gone differently like if if they would have when they beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football that was a that felt like a moment. Bill Belichick's Patriots on the road, Monday night football, top 10 defense, hang 33 points. It was like, oh my God, if the next couple of weeks when they played Miami and scored a bunch and lost by three or they played Dallas and scored 29, got blown out, but like, Those are real playoff teams. Like if they would have won a couple of those games, I think we all would have been fine. At that point in the season, because of
3: how they would have had to win them. Correct. Where it's like, oh wow, Justin Fields is doing like amazing stuff.
1: Yeah, but then when you lose those games, Mm -hmm. and then you start losing the close games, like if you weren't there after like the one point loss to Detroit or the three point loss to Atlanta, and I was firmly there by then. But like once you lost those close games, I couldn't like oh, my God, we just have to beat the Jets. Like, like why? <laughs>
2: no, like, no, you like, don't. Like, like,
1: well, why? At this point, like... the, the Like you said, because the people in that locker
2: room need to know that they've won a game. And, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, but so it just... People me. who are not going to be here next I year. I can't wait to forget all these players. I cannot... I. <laughs> Dan, I who? Dan, it was like I was telling I you. I know. I can't wait. Who, I can't even remember the guy's name. Who was the guy that got the interception Craig Stroman, right? not, Greg Stroman, right? Greg Stroman. Not even on the flip card for yesterday's oh, game. Love
2: that. Well, DeAndre Houston Carter. And I, and I want to <laughs> s-
3: this is this that that was the game
2: where six years from now... Harrison Hand forced a fumble. Where, That's
3: right. Stroman and Hand were the starting cornerbacks yes, they were. for the Bears yesterday. Listen, six years from now,
2: when one of your kids' Greg teachers... Greg is the sausage king. When one, of, one of your kids' teachers or the guy who's selling you insurance... Or somebody else or when that car. When that person says, I once started a game for the Bears, I'm a former Bear. Oh, you were in camp with him and the 80 minute? No, in, in the regular season, I played for the Bears. Uh, Hi, then, I'm
3: Harrison Han. Hi, is,
2: I'm Armand Watts. This is the game <laughs> that will remind you that that person could be telling the truth. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, God. That's right. Yeah. You That's mean right.
2: it's like longtime Cub Nate Sheerholtz, you know? Like certain Cubs, Darwin Barney. Uh, Darwin Barney right? is my often go to. I went Shearholts. Yeah, okay, but there's, there's always going to be like baseball's different though because you know because there's, there's so many guys. Oh my god, there's a million people who, uh-huh. who we, when a texter says I pitched a year for the Pirates, I don't probably. presume he's lying. It's, 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 yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I really, sure. I, I'm sure you did. Yeah. So,
3: Danny, what are you guys going to do? Because I, I mean, I feel I feel there's a lot of energy behind what the afternoon show is going to do today
1: (laughs) so let's just say i went to party city again uh (laughs) instead of the qb1 party it's the qb1 and one party because they have qb1 and the first pick of the draft so they've qb1 and one and i saw 670 the score sent out a tweet uh that quoted uh, david hawran our beloved teammate from this morning who said, I find it personally absurd to celebrate a historically bad season and to embrace losing in a so-called football city as much as people have this season in Chicago. It has been unsettling. This is the spiritual divide. David Haws is going to be very unsettled. By the celebration that is about to take place, but, but the,
2: so, the whole so-called football city—it's about b- being able to try to restore contention and win a title. Yeah, no, yeah. no, he didn't go to football city; he went to party
1: city. Okay, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah I went football to, city's different. Yeah, to bring it back to a football. So yeah, if, it's right outside if,
3: quarterback land.
1: If you are offended by celebrating losing, <laughs> the, 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 the next twenty to thirty minutes might really offend you. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's going to be some celebration. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I cannot wait. I mean, man, this is the most exciting it's gonna be four months of Bears hypotheticals. Intrigue. Where anything that anyone oh, suggests. God. It's parking season. Oh boy. <laughs> I was <wabbit. laughs>
3: I was built for
2: Ducks crazy season. wacky hypotheticals. Season. So season. excited. So uh, season. You're all
1: invited to the QB1 one and 1 party.
2: You know what? We were ju- literally jumping up and down with excitement in our house yesterday. Yeah. High-fiving, yeah. throwing pillows off the couch. Mm. It was, it, it, it like you say, I'll, I'll never forget where I was watching all that happen. They haven't had a, a number one overall pick since 1947.
1: Right. And I believe, and I'm willing to be wrong on this, but I believe this is actually a singular event. I do not believe any team has ever had the most cap space, the number one pick, and their franchise quarterback. Because the Browns, when they drafted Baker Mayfield, had the most cap space, but they obviously drafted Baker Mayfield. The Jaguars last year had like 60 million in cap space. They were top Trevor 10. Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence. And the number one pick, but it wasn't the most cap space. So like those three things to control in offseason, the number one pick... The most cap space of any team in the NFL and not needing a quarterback. I don't believe it's ever happened before. Bears are running the NFL. What time is Ryan Pace joining you today? (laughs) Honestly, he's welcome anytime. Guys, I'm I'm so I'm so fired up. Fired (laughs) up. Oh God. It's gonna be so great. So uh, we're going to decorate the studio during transition. I've got a costume change. Oh, uh, oh that, that I, that I, need I to was make. unaware of the costume <laughs> change. Do you not
3: have a costume change? <laughs> uh, no, this a, a, a costume not.
1: change. I do not. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, so uh, all right, if you can go tune into Twitch, we'll open up the phone lines. That's right. That's right. We're going to open up the phone lines, and I'm going to take those calls, Shane. It's going to be very exciting. QB yeah, we'll one see. and one party. On not the last Horizon Therapeutics Bears Monday, because every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from now until the draft is a Bears Day.
2: I don't even want to be around anymore.
1: <laughs> Boys. This have is my it. Super Bowl. <laughs> it's Bargains and Spiegel the score. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.